Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Junkyard. The show just for shits and giggles. I'm Imani. I'm Zach. And here we go! What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Not bad. I just spent a week in Texas with uh, some of the fam, some of the in-laws. Got to see my uh, baby nephew, little baby Lucas. He's chilling. Nice. See some trees. Nice trees. Yeah, for sure. Mom, good, good stuff. I, mom told me that she said... Uh, I was I was like making something and she said Zach and New New is Zach's wife. Um, if you don't know by now, if you don't know, shame on you. Figured it out. Um, she said Zach and New are in Houston getting baby fever, and I said, "Oh shit, baby fever! Oh my god, are they gonna be okay?" <laughs> I, and, I, and I was I was like, "What are they gonna do? Are they gonna go to the house?" She's like, "No, baby fever." I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck? That sounds terrible." <laughs> and she was like, "No, like, like they they want to have kids." And I'm like. Oh my God! Who are they going to see a doctor? No, <laughs> just kidding. But I was like, holy! Sh-. Like when she first said baby fever, I thought it was some fucking. I thought it was a thing, like a disease. Oh, I was no, like, oh, not. it sounds awful, like baby fever. We've been fighting it for years. That sounds so, so scary. No, no, no. But uh, is that true? Oh yeah, I mean, we've been fighting it for years. I mean, it's it's such the struggle in terms of like, definitely want to start a family, but in terms of being in the inter- inter- entertainment industry, unless you get a a good running start or you you know you know somebody get your foot in the door uh, a kid can really hold you back from definitely being out late and doing all kinds of projects and leaving for months at a time yeah. so we've really been considerate um i think we're really coming down to the wire here we're, we're narrowing down our timeline we're getting real close to having a baby you'll, oh, you'll really? be an uncle soon but yeah i'm already an uncle not uh not too soon yeah do you have anything especially interesting uh, we went out to eat. Uh, it's funny because he lives in a in a place of Houston called, uh, or it's like right outside of Houston called Woodland Parkway, and it's nice. It's really beautiful. I mean, you'd think you were in a different part of the country. I wouldn't think it would be like the South Texas. I thought it'd be more, more deserty. But it it really it feels like some part of just tumbleweeds and cactus, <laughs> on just saloons so and cowboys. <laughs> Where are you from, Burton? No, uh, I mean you think it's some place past uh, San Francisco. It looks like some kind of redwood area. It's really green and really beautiful and sort of uh, kind of quiet. Yeah, that's great. I got to chill yeah. out for a while. It's a little long for me. I have I have a hard time doing long trips. Long breaks like that, like four uh, four days is good for me. But once you get past like four. How long are you there? It's like seven days. Whoa. Six or seven days. Wow. Yeah, but then it's like the agenda of like hanging out and like I'm not in my own house. We had an Airbnb. We stayed at, stayed at her brother's house for the first night and the last night. And they were at an Airbnb. And it's a lot of time at someone else's house. And, you know, it's just like people talking all the time. Yeah. You know, always interacting and playing with and the baby, with and people would shut the fuck up. I just it's after a while, it just weighs on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was it was good to get away, but then I needed to come back. It's hard to have a vacation when there's always a a thing to do. We're gonna go out. We're gonna see this person. No, it's yeah, like, I always. Holy oh my god! I always hate that. I, I, I like like because we went to Vietnam about how many years ago? Three years ago now, right? Two, three years ago. Uh, last. Oh, it was the end. It was 2000, December of 2018 into January of 19. Are you sure? That's no, there's no way. No, no, you're right. You're right. 16 to 17. No, 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 17 no. 17 to 18. 17 to 18. Oh, so two years ago. Because we got married December 17 
and then came back to America and got married again November 18. Right. So yeah. two years ago. And we went. It was amazing. You know, I got sick and I had this uh, this drill bit in my foot issue. So We there was all some, got sick. You no, know, yeah, we all got sick. So, But what I'm saying is it was still amazing. Yeah. I, I was just uh, – I wasn't saying it was amazing we got sick, but I meant like um, – you know what I mean. Uh, but something that always gets me about traveling is having the, the, the fucking group thing. And, you know – you and I, it's not like, I, I feel like we're similar in a way to like, we're not the ones that are making the plans when we're going traveling. Right. Like we're just kind of like, you know, oh, whatever, like, you know, right. I can do it or don't, you know? Yeah. The family wants to do this. The family wants to do that. Most of Because people beat yeah. us. I feel like I get like, beat, I get beat to the punch on, on making, on making those kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, do I, I really don't like care enough. Like, do I, like, I'll just do it. You know, like, I, I mean, I would really prefer to have an every other kind of day. Right, sort of if like thing. okay, if we're going somewhere, the first day we're just gonna kick it. Second day, meet up with the family. Third day, we're just at the beach. You know what I mean? Mm. But when every day is like going to a restaurant, hanging out, take the baby See here, the take the baby, and was like, yo, it's like, Too I just want to chill. I just want to do nothing. You yeah. Know? But it, but overall, it was it was good. No, yeah, no. I what well, what I was saying is that I I see what you're saying about not liking travel or vacation for more than four days, but I feel like it would be a lot more enjoyable if you were alone or had your own quarters. So yeah. obviously not like with, right. you, with, with your wife, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure when you mean socializing, you're not <laughs> meaning no, her. No, I get so sick of talking <laughs> to my wife. I you, travel with this you, bitch. You, <laughs> I mean, you live with her anyway, so obviously with her, but like your own space that it, like you guys are, are dictating how that goes. Like for me, I I would I would I really want to go to Vietnam again mm-hmm. for sure. I want to go to like any oh, other. Oh, we're, we're going this year, Christmas. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You're going? Yeah, you can come if you want, but we're gonna go. Hell yeah! If I can afford that, I would mm-hmm. love to come. Um, but yeah, like have my own like room or something like that. Like I'll still go out, but it's like, you know, you're on your own agenda, which is right. like I really and just go fucking backpacking, like not a whole fucking thing. Like I just want to bring like like two fucking duffel bags. Like we had a whole lot of shit last time. We had like yeah. Five suitcases. We were there for several weeks. We were there for two weeks. Almost three. Two and a half weeks? Closer to three weeks, yeah. Oh, wow. For sure. But my thing is is we had to bring that much because there were so many gifts and nice clothing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the whole wedding If I fucking go again, I'm bringing two goddamn duffel bags filled with the things I need and money. That's what I'm I'm getting. (laughs) One duffel bag full of clothes, one duffel bag full full of cash, baby. (laughs) That's how I feel like I'm just like. Oh my god! Every time we were switching an apartment or like going to Airbnb, it was like a whole fucking thing. I yes, was like, it was. God damn! I would enjoy this so much more if I just had just one bag, one bag. Hop in the <laughs> fucking taxi, go. Give me my goddamn place. Let's go. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, to make a long story short, yeah. How you do? So how you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. That's. Um. Well, yes, I'm doing great. Good. Mm. So that tiptoes us to. New things of the week. New things of the week. Um, can I eat this gogurt that was on the table? Yeah, I brought them up so we can eat them. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, we're not sponsored, of course, but we got snacks, man. We got the snacks. Let's if you want to enjoy us, let's actually break out the jewelry right quick. Let's do it right Fuck now. This cherry, I'm not with that shit. No, I know. I <laughs> fuck that. Oh, it's I artificial flavor. Two watermelon on purpose, Hell yeah, baby. You know what's up? <laughs> okay, new thing of the week. New thing of can the I week. Can I go first? course you can the witcher oh yeah the witcher on netflix oh, yeah yes i'm with it oh hell yeah so it's got some mixed reviews which is totally it's totally fine it means it's a good show uh <laughs> i i like it and um, i think there are some things that 
uh, critics had challenged with were uh, in terms of pacing. It's a eight episode season, but each episode is like fifty nine minutes. It's an hour. An hour, okay. And uh, I mean, there were some things about in terms of in terms of pacing, in terms of character development, in terms of acting choices. I had just read this this article, but then the article sort of ended with like. But the good part about it is that the show doesn't pretend to be something it's not. Mm. If you haven't seen The Witcher on Netflix uh, with Henry Cavill, I really recommend it. I love seeing him in something so much less controversial than Superman. I love getting to see him play something else in in a fantasy uh, realm. Mm -hmm. I think it was fantastic. I really enjoyed him as The Witcher. Uh, So a crazy thing about about The Witcher, I haven't played any of the games, but it comes from a novel, and I believe it's from a a Polish writer. I can't pronounce uh, their name, so I'm going to put it right there. Boom. And it's, uh, I think it was a series of novels or graphic novels, maybe uh, comic books, and then became a game. Um, and it, and I was so excited about Henry Cavill playing this role because he plays the games. And I'm always mm-hmm. curious about this sort of like multiple exposures in terms of an, uh, he, like an artist. He's played the games. He has an experience. I don't know if he's read the novels. But his he has prior experience with the character with the story, for sure. And for so, sure. so it's always interesting to then get to see him make choices about a character that he's already had a relationship with in mm-hmm. some other kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I mean, it, it it tips into Game of Thrones a little bit in terms of with the violence and the blood. Uh, and Hell the, yeah, yeah. It's it's really fun. There's a little bit of magic in there. A fair amount of magic in there. Um, lots of monsters. Uh, lots of uh, beautiful naked ladies. And all you know, that's that's good stuff. But the storyline, mm-hmm. I really Lots enjoyed. I'm there. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I want you to watch it. Mm-hmm. But one of the interesting things about it is that it happens. It's happening simultaneously in two different timelines. Mm-hmm. And so, how those timelines interact uh, really becomes fascinating. It 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 does get confusing, sort of in the middle. I'm like, well, what's happening? Who's when? And what's ha- where? Yeah, that happens sometimes when you're messing with time. But sometimes. I think it it. It comes full circle, and I really enjoyed it. So if you haven't, please go out there and watch The Witcher. If, right. you've, uh, if you've watched The Witcher, go ahead and give this video, this um, this podcast track, a like, uh, and leave us a comment. Let me know what your favorite episode was. Yes. And I think it's going to get a new uh, second season. If it hasn't, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think they do a lot with what they have. You, you can tell it's sort of a mid-budget television show you can f- for me as a maker i can is sort it a of netflix original or yes okay and so you can sort of see and i think uh it's adapted to screen by one or two people i think it's a woman uh lauren something i can't remember and the show is successful i i <laughs> just get oh oh <laughs> i say you fucking little scab um <laughs> So disrespectful, but it's got a few different directors. So not every episode is directed by the same person. And so I really enjoyed like the more I'm learning about um, cinematography and how to be a director of photography and lighting. I really enjoyed seeing the choices and some choices of lighting don't work. Some things are uneven. Some things are Mm. not um, graded the same or, or lit well. Um, But you can also see Sort of like, oh, we can't film this scene at night or whatever, so we have to film it at dusk and play it as night. Or just the, the different things you can tell, like sometimes the camera exposure is a little off. 
um, just because of what they may or may not have ac- had access to. Mm-hmm. And for me, coming up, you know, right now and sort of uh, like in between this amateur pre-professional level of cinematography that I'm at, it was really a, a wonderful learning experience. And to be able to see like it doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be passionate mm-hmm. and you have to commit to your choices. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Right on. So go watch The Witcher. Go watch The Witcher. Um, well, mine's actually also a Netflix series. Okay. Yeah. Dude, holy shit. Have you watched Don't Fuck With Cats? Heads up if you're interested in watching Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, there are some there are a lot of sp- there are some spoilers what I'm about to say. You can go ahead and skip about five, six minutes ahead and you'll totally miss this. So Oh it's, it's a docuseries. But it's like uh three episodes. But when you when it pulls up it's like M F K S or or something like that. Is it just like the initials? No, it says don't F asterisk 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 with cats. Oh no 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 I haven't. Holy shit. It is crazy okay okay oh my god how old were you in 2010 2013 2014 that's a huge how old are you in 2010 uh well i'm 20 i'll be 20 oh, you were 17 you were 17 i'll be 29 i was 19 oh you're 28 right now yeah. why do i think you're 27? i'll be t- i'll be 29 this year okay so you were you were so go back 10 years you were 18 19, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay all right i can't believe okay so you might know do you know the, of the name uh luca magnata have you ever heard of Luca Magnata? I can't recall. Wow. That's crazy because this is like your time. You probably would have known about it. Um, so it, in about 2010, a video was anonymously published on YouTube um, of this boy. Of this mystery, We can't see his face. Or like, that's not blurred out. It's just like he's hiding it. Of this boy doing this horrible, horrible thing. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. We can choose to edit it out or not. It's not like awful or anything but i mean it's awful but he's putting two kittens in a vacuum seal bag and sucking all the air out with oh my vacuum, god with a vacuum cleaner it's terrible awful yeah right? he publishes it right anonymously whatever and he says like something like oh until they die oh yeah they die for sure well oh at, my at, the, god. at the end of the video one of them dies like pretty instantly gets in the middle of the bag but the other one's like at the edge so he he plays the videos like holding the bag and the kitten's like wheezing for air and it's like so he's pretty this pretty sick person is oh super fucking demented right uh-huh. he publishes it on youtube right and I'm sure it goes on other sites like 4chan and whatnot, whatever. So, anyways, um, so people see the video and immediately it sparks a fucking outrage because apparently there's this n- rule zero. I mean, there's like things on best score, but you got fucking beheadings and all this shit. But I guess the one rule is you ke- don't fuck with cats. That's like what everybody says that's the one, that's the number one rule. Right? Okay. Uh, I mean, whatever. I'm sure whatever, beheadings yeah. aren't okay either. I, yeah. But you know what I mean. The internet's so, weird. Yeah, internet's fucking very selective so yes so as soon as people see this i mean you can still see comments to it this day people saying you know from 11 10 9 years ago whatever um how long do you think it's going to take 4chan to find this address in a place of living like people like like they fucking hate him they there was one quote and they showed it in the netflix series all the time i want to hang him by his mother's entrails like people like back were fucking like it does they were stooping down like super low but people i wanted to kill him right like, dude, were upset, right? Yeah. So this this team of, like, just regular people that saw this video came together, and they made a, a whole Facebook group, 
and they were dissecting this video. They dissected this video. They were able to like map out what his room looks like. They're trying to figure out where he lives. They saw the blanket. They found out that that's only sold in North America. So they're doing this whole thing. It's crazy. It was like it's so fascinating to watch because like just regular people. They Batmaned his ass. They fucking like were super fucking detective. But this kid was always a step ahead of them. He was always a step ahead of them to where he was in the group and they didn't know. Whoa. This kid was fucking out of his mind, right? So, and and so much so to where he was able to make it later on seem, by, by the way, I'm, I'm going to insert this in the, before I start telling this story, major, major fucking spoilers for this docuseries. People are saying, so they're, so they're trying to find out this kid, they're trying to find, trying to find him, and it takes three years for them to find out, and, and the authorities aren't listening to them right now, because then he, he, he has other videos, right, he kills more cats whatever he has a video where he's playing with the cats that he killed in the bag or whatever and these people they're like he's going to kill somebody they're saying that is the sign of a serial killer yeah that is he's going to kill someone and they're trying to tell the authorities like what are you going to do arrest the internet you know nobody's listening to them like they're like they can't find him you know the kid dante went to the bathroom oh oh my god yeah that scared me so much after i watched that series i like was so afraid to go outside for mm-hmm. a bit but yeah and so, um, and, they, and, and this is why I thought you would know, because this was mass news. He did kill somebody. He ended up killing somebody. And everything he did, everybody, every person he killed, or not every person, every animal he killed, he only killed one person, but every animal he killed, whatever, and the person he killed, he filmed it. That was his thing, was being a star. He wanted to be a star, right? Wow. And like, he made the, all these own, like, his, like, his own little films, and he put them on, the murder video was on Best Gore. He put that on Best Gore. Um, and... It is just so like fucking insane to me how crazy he is. But like he was like, he, I think this all started when he was like nineteen. No, no, no. Seventeen or something. Like he was like my age or something like that when he first when he first vacuum sold those cats, right? And so, two things. What blew my mind was how immediate people came to immediately people came together to try and find this guy out because of these cats. Because I'm just I, I'm I'm always so damn curious because they on Netflix they show like like little clips of the video or whatever. But I was like, oh fuck this, it's on YouTube. So I went I, I looked it up to see it. I just have to because I feel like it's an interactive filmmaking. It's not it wasn't that it wasn't that scarring. It's it's fucking awful. But I knew it was gonna happen. It's not yeah. like I was surprised or anything. So I knew it was gonna happen. Um, but just seeing that video, it's fucking awful. But like hundreds of thousands of people came together to find this one guy. I'm like, there are like other people being murdered on like best score and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, there's these two cats that like was like that was the thing. Uh-huh. Like that is really weird because uh-huh. like this is bad. But in my mind, like this thing sounds fucked up, but it's not that bad. Like in my mind, like obviously, compared to tons of people, compared dying. to other things, obviously, right, right, like, right. like people, like, you know. So in my mind, I was like, what the like this is that's a little weird. Like mm. that's like that's a, that's that's weird. That we decided People's priorities, that, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like. Huh. Um, the only reason why I would think it was reasonable that people went after him after that video was because I mean, the cats, they're dead. There's nothing you can do about that. They're, they were dead. Right. But because that is a sure sign of a serial killer and that you want to stop him before he does kill somebody. Right, I feel right. like that's the only reason why they did He that. wasn't already killing someone. Someone saw an opportunity to go, wow, this is what he's doing now. He's going to upgrade. It's actually an opportunity to be able to stop what might happen in the future. Exactly. Right. But it got way out of hand because this one guy, this one internet troll, 
came out and said, oh, yeah, I did it. I'm the cat killer, whatever. Oh, my goodness. And, and they all, everybody, they're they like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy. And the two leads of the, of the, of the group, they're like, this isn't the guy. There's no way, whatever. None of the signs point to him. And there was the, these 100,000 people sent so much hate mail to this one guy, even though he's the one that fucking trolled in the beginning. So much hate mail, he ended up killing himself. He killed himself. And so, like, it was, it got way, like, out of hand. Down the rabbit hole. Super down the rabbit hole. And then. Goodness. And, and you know, it, but the thing is, is even when the guy killed, even when the, 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 the murder, even when he killed the guy, it didn't, like, the authorities still didn't do anything about it because it's just an internet video, right? And there's, like, no clues or whatever until the guy's parts were arriving at the at Canadian government's footsteps and elementary schools. He was he cut off like his feet and his head and shit like that and was sending it all over Canada. I'm gonna let you know that right now I'm not gonna watch this. <laughs> it is I'm not interested in watching this. Fucking insane. Yeah, but thanks for telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean you don't see, you don't see any of that, obviously. Yeah, I, ju- I just don't like these kinds of stories. I don't follow these stories. It's, it's, I just don't like them. Too scary. It's really no, scary. No, no, I mean I mean it's so it's actually really funny that you brought up a docu series that's like with real people because I was talking to new and people were always like, Oh, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this documentary? And I'm like, Hey bro, if it's not a stand up special or an anime series, <laughs> like if it's not a cartoon, like I probably don't watch that shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like no, that's, I know what you that's mean. just my bag, baby. You no, know what I mean? I'm the same way. I'm just a, I, I'm a sci-fi fan. I don't kind of watch guy, documentaries bro. either, especially about like cold cases, yeah, and stuff, like murder and stuff, stuff like that. Because I'll watch a baking show once in a while for fun, do laundry, but I just don't. No, I know what you yeah, mean. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I get too scared when I watch like like especially these murder yeah. series like this. And I, I didn't know it was like that. I didn't know he like killed people. Like I didn't know. It really fucking terrifies me. And yeah. like, I think about it, and I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. But so many people are talking about it. Yeah. It, it's just super trending right now, and I was well, like, I you, had to watch it. If so. you've seen it, uh, then go ahead and, and maybe give us your opinion on it. I mean, it obviously freaked out Imani, and yes. if you have a similar experience, we'd love to hear about you and, and maybe what you've learned, and if uh, if you've uh, maybe found a greater sense of community through it, or if you've also been looking for a way to uh, seek justice for people. Um, Start watching videos yeah, of Gore and trying to investigate. No, I'm my kidding, God, I'm you're kidding. so terrible. Do you remember blinkers? What? Blinkers. You know those things that cars have oh to signal whether you're going left or right? Uh, no. No, yes. Yeah, because apparently nobody in fucking Houston, Texas does. Oh, really? Now, look, I was only there for a week, and I'm not trying to shit on a whole bunch of people or generalize a whole bunch of people, but literally from Prius to Honda Civic to Jeeps to F-150s to fucking 18-wheelers, why is no one using their goddamn blinker on those highways? I mean, I we almost got in an accident at least twice. I pulled up. Someone tried to get over. We're, we're right next to them. We're driving at the same speed. We're here. We're pulling up. It tr- they try and get over. No blinker. They stop. They put their blinker on and try and get over again. I was like, that's not how it works. We're leaving Houston. There's this big old truck. It's not an 18-wheeler, but it's, what is, but it's, it's a big old truck. And uh, maybe it's a two, four, six, eight, ten wheeler or whatever, a little smaller. He's so we're we're on the left side, we're on the right side of him. He's on the left, mm-hmm. and he's in the wrong lane, about to get off on the wrong exit. 
right? I, I can see him doing this because I drive defensively like a smart person because we're all driving fast metal supercharged machines that can fucking kill people. Everyone seems to forget that. Everyone seems to think that cars are just games you can just get in and drive however you want. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. I'm just getting my F-150 and drive 90 miles an hour without any concern for who's around me and not use my blinker. Mm-hmm. And this dude just tries to get over. And we're like halfway. And I'm in like, I'm with, I'm with my wife and my mother-in-law. And we are in a Ford Fiesta. It's a rented car. It's a small little car. Mm-hmm. This dude doesn't even look. Starts to get over and I have to honk and then he's and then and then swerve away so he can get over and then drive. And that was just the first and the last day we were there. Apparently everyone is just super cool with assuming. Apparently everyone over there is a mind reader. I just hate that. Even even when you think there's a clear spot to your left or to your right, it doesn't make any sense to me that you would assume that you know what someone else is going to do. That's why we have blinkers. blinkers. And it was so frustrating. But then it got like actually scary and concerning. And I was like deeply upset about it. Because I had my wife in the car. Mm-hmm. If I was with myself, I'd be, I'd be like mad. You know what I mean? But I have other lives that are people that are important to me in the car. Mm-hmm. And it was just I just felt incredibly disrespected. And like where is your concern for other people on the road? And you would look over... And it's the same in California with, with this particular thing. I mean, we came back today, and everyone's using their blinkers. I was like, thank goodness. But you look over, and people are not like – they're not like holding their phone up where they can also see the road. they got their phone in their lap <laughs> going 75 miles an hour on the freeway, looking down in their lap at their phone and not even using their blinker like an idiot. If you're one of those people, fuck off. You're stupid. Yeah. And you're putting people's lives at risk. So yeah. my do you remember is blinkers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking blinkers. Yeah, dude. Do you remember the original iPhone? I think so, yeah. Did you have the original iPhone? No, I've never had an iPhone. I've I've never been really interested in it. Okay. Because I had an iPod Touch. I thought that was tight. iPod Touches are very cool. Yeah. Well, but we're very cool until phones get I had a, I had a Motorola Razor. And then you had a razor sh- shortly after. Oh, hell yeah, bro. And then shortly after that, mm, two years after that, I think I had an iPod touch, something like that, but never iPhone Motorola razor, man. Talk about it. Um, I only asked because I found an original iPhone in a box at the house, an original one. Whoa. And I'm just thinking who the fuck in our family had uh, the first <laughs> iPhone. Like, when was mom like, oh, yes, would you like that? Well, never. I'm sure it was $800 back then or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for So sure. I'm like, when, why is this here? Why, <laughs> how, do we, how do we have this? Um, I don't remember too much about it, obviously. It was 2008, and I was <laughs> six years old, so why would I know anything about it? It certainly wasn't me that was having the iPhone. But I just wanted to – I genuinely wanted to ask Yo, you. Yo, what if it was your dad? My dad's iPhone? It's possible. He couldn't uh, afford shit. Uh, uh, I mean, he was working pretty consistently back then as a, as a construction worker. I, had, I mean, but I don't know. I, in terms of options, I mean. Probably it's him. That's think? the only thing I can think of. Shit. Wow. Well, I wanted to buy parts so I could, because it doesn't work. I wanted to buy parts for it because so the screen has got like a burn marker on it or something like that uh-huh. internally. And the battery is dead. So I wanted to 
change out the bat. I wanted to buy a new battery, change it out, buy a screen, change it out. For my iPhone 6, which I did the same thing with, mm-hmm. battery and screen and housing together only cost me 70 bucks. Okay. For a iPhone, original iPhone screen, it's $150. Uh-huh. And the battery is like 200 It's novelty now. I'm like, oh, shit, you're not getting fixed. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm very curious to see what information you have on mm-hmm. you and how you still function, but there's no goddamn way I am paying that it's just much. all dick pics. Oh, my God. If it fits my dad's, I would really wish I didn't pay. <laughs> That'd be so awful. That'd be awful. No, yeah, but that's that's what I found. I just thought uh, that was crazy, and I wanted to ask you if you remembered that. And you too, audience, do you remember the iPhone one? Because it, it was just called the iPhone. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, obviously they didn't. Yeah. yeah if you had the iPhone, uh, like this, and comment, and if you can find it, hell yeah, post please. a picture of uh, it working, of it on, because I already yeah, have yeah. it with it. And on. do we have a? We have an Instagram, right? Junkyard. Yeah, Junkyard Podcast. Send us a picture DM of your us. iPhone. Yes, yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, please send us a picture of your iPhone. That would be awesome. Send us your iPhone. Send us your working I- I- original iPhone. Or send us your, your your new iPhones. Send us all your stuff that you have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And when we come back from the break, we hope that we have it all on our front porch. Yep, definitely. All right. All righty, and we are back. Yeah. For the next section of the podcast, you guys already know it. It is called My Next Guest, in which I give Zach a character that he has to uh, pretend to be. And he finds out when all you guys find out. And um, he has to be that as I interview him, ask him questions. So anyways, we're going to get right into it. My next guest has traveled all the way from Australia and specializes in the Australian outback. The most fascinating thing is that he is blind. So please, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Elliot Trains. There you go. Oh, oh, sorry. That's the microphone right there. This? Yes, that's the microphone. All right. Hello there. Hey, Elliot. Thank you so much for coming out. Yay, here we, here we have you. So how do you like America? How do you like California? Well, there's uh, not much to see, eh? <laughs> but uh, it's great, really. I mean, the weather is, is much like Australia, except it's not as dry. I really love this time of weather right after the holidays uh, when people have less money, so <laughs> they have less of an attitude. That's true. It's great. More people are <laughs> willing to have conversations and... Treat you like a human being, especially me. Do you like to you like to talk to people on the street? Like when you're walking down the street, you like to spark up conversation. Well, as you know, I don't really drive, so that's true. It's important to me to try and uh, push my boundaries and speak to people. And mostly, I take public transportation, and so I find once in a while I'll smack somebody with my cane. And it's a nice way to say, "Oh, I'm sorry," and "Hello, hey, how are you?" <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a great yeah, that's conversation. Right. I want to get right into it. I want to get right, right into it. So your upcoming series on National Geo, Blind Safaris, tell me about it. How is that going about? How is that series being made? How is the process of it being made right now? How is it? Well, it's really amazing. Thanks for asking. So what it is is I've uh, taken the liberty of, of sort of uh, being the director, and it's 
quite amazing. I've got an amazing team. I'm working with uh, several camera operators as well as a uh, a very famous Taiwanese uh, director of photography. And uh, she's very well known, even though she's very young. And uh, her name is Shilang uh, Tigris. Mm. And what it is, is I've spent my entire life on a farm in Australia. And so I've gotten to know so many different types of animals just based off of sound and, and smell mm. and touch. And so obviously some animals you can uh, have the experience of all three. But some animals, uh, you can only do one or the other, right? It's, it's probably not really smart to try and uh, touch a tiger or a lion. But you can definitely uh, get a whiff of their dung, right? And so you understand, well, that that's definitely uh, chewed up antelope and things like that. And, and my father, being a very successful uh, international uh, uh, documentarian, taught me the ways of how to really be in the environment with animals and not disturb them. And so I've been trying to bring together these experiences of, of how is it through my other senses that I experience these animals, and, then, then, and how do we uh, then translate that to like a shot list, and, and how do we film these animals and, and uh, give the audience the experience, uh, something that's close to what I do. It is a, a series of something you would watch on Netflix, but I also, in making it, we really thought about what would it be like to uh, create a series that uh, was inspired by like an interactive art piece. Great. Well, yeah, first marketing starts here on the podcast and on the show. Uh, you guys definitely go check out Blind Safari on Netflix, I suppose, in uh, March 2020. So I want to jump right into the next thing. Like I mentioned earlier, can you feel or taste an exhibit? When have you ever used taste to identify an animal species? Well, it's a really interesting question, actually. And so, have you ever healed your nose and eaten something and, and, and not really tasted it? Yes. And then have you ever smelled something, maybe something disgusting or even particularly delicious, and and because it was so pungent, the smell, you were able to sort of taste it, maybe just a tiny bit, or even just imagine the taste. Yeah. It's a bit like that, where where was trying to uh, stimulate one sense, and so it activates another. And so it happens very often when my my uh, my sense of sight has been gone. I've been blind since birth. Mm. And so my sense of smell and taste uh, are very heightened. So often... I mean, you can be something as silly as stepping in dog poo and uh, then being like, you know, it's, it's kind of odd having lots of dogs and, and buying lots of food for the dogs, different types of food, and then stepping in poo and being like, wow, I think this is kibbles and bits, you know. I, hmm. I, I feel like I'm able to distinguish that sort of thing. Uh, so that's my sort of experience with it. Fantastic. You know, it is such a relief. We have not had this a genuinely... Pleasurable guest on the show in a while. I feel like our booking agent for Junkyard has just been really flying off the handle with these other people, and we've not really been getting people that I could just sit down and have a good interview with that could enlighten the audience. Um, so thank you for coming out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about me is that I'm a bit controversial. I mean, thanks for, for not mentioning anything, but I'm sure a, a smart, young, uh, educated white gentleman like yourself 
w- won't have any issue with this, but I just hate blacks, you know. It's just very difficult. They're, they're very violent. And I've never seen a black person, obviously. I've never met a black person. But, you know, from my friends, what they tell me is that they're very violent and they've got huge penises that they use to wreck people's bodies and, and they have uh, all kinds of music that promotes violence. Yes. And so I just fantastic. fucking hate black people. Yes. But oh. besides that, you know, Blind Safari is going to be a real treat for people. I, I just can't, I can't wait. I'm really excited. Okay. Um, that's right. Yes. Um, thank you so much. All right, Zach, come back on over. Um, I, um, I'm just going to assume that you didn't, um, hear what you said, but. No, I was in the bathroom. You were in the bathroom. Okay. Well. Was, uh, he, was he a nice guy? It was a blind safari? Yeah. That, sound, that sounds cool, right? I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear about it, but. Yes. Netflix though, right? Something yeah. like that? Um, he thought I was white and he doesn't like black people at all. At all. So, um, let's uh, not having him back. I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I let on the podcast a little bit by having him on. Well, I feel like like that totally misrepresented. Yeah, but we were talking to Jerry about that though, right? In terms of like, we need to have people on the show who sort of represent our values and who are not going to put our safety at risk. To him, I should have been clear to Jerry should have been clear. Yeah. All right. Our next section of the podcast is called uh, we do a celebrity impressions game in which there's seven rounds. And I know everybody gets so fucking confused about these rules, but there's seven rounds. And each round, Zach and I go once each time. Zach does an impression. I do an impression. Right. If I guess Zach's impression, then he gets the point. Not me. Him. And the same vice versa. Okay. Hey, we do it for seven right. rounds until somebody okay. wins. But today it's something special. It's not a celebrity game. Mm. This is. Is Marvel Character Edition. Uh, All right, so yes. if you like superhero movies, let's get right into it. Zach and I are going to play a game of rock, paper, scissors first to settle who goes first. Or, yeah, loser goes first. Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> and go. I am the Herald of Galactus. Um, my entire body is the same color as the vehicle that I ride on. Um, I can travel through galaxies. I have cosmic power. Uh, I'm not gold, but... I'm silver, silver surfer. God did damn! That, did that? I got it right as the timer went off. Let's say that counts. That was that was that was it. That was it. Yeah, I, I got it's it right. Like you didn't. I think, silver I think surfer. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I then I'll keep it over here. I know that good one, job. One point you got me. that point. All right, for sure. Yeah, that's a good idea to keep the fucking character. I got it. <laughs> Why have we not been doing that before? <laughs> no. Being so confused. So about much it. trial and error. No one watches this yet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <clears throat> Hulk. But with boobs. She Hulk. <laughs> Fucking disrespectful ass. <laughs> okay, and go. I'm also a famous surgeon. I use my hands. Doctor Strange. Damn right. And go. Do some. Uh. Uh. I've been working on a barbershop my whole life. Oh, uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh shit. Wow. If I don't know, it was just that easy. <laughs> I was trying. To, I'm trying to do more impressions than than. You just punch an invisible wall, and then you were quiet for like four seconds. I know because I don't watch that I show. I was like, you don't have very many. No, I'm trying to be. I'm trying it, to do more impressions. Yeah, rather I know. Than heads You're up. Doing better but, job but than my me. thing is, is like, if I don't know the character, then you know. All yeah. Right. So now we're in the third round. Zach has 
two points, and two I have two, two points. Go. The strongest decisions require the strongest will. Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanos. I didn't think I didn't think she would put that one in there. Mm-hmm. One. Go. <laughs> well, I'll award you on a crisp high five. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story is uh, last year for my uh, for my planner. It says uh, number contacted if lost reward, and I put a crisp high five. <laughs> Go. I ride, and I got I got a chain made of fire. And if you're a, a sinner, I'll look into your eyes. Ghost Rider. Yeah. He's a Marvel character. Go. Cerebral. Oh, Charles uh, Xavier. Yes. She wrote Professor X. Professor same X. Thing. It's All the right. same character. All right, here we go. Nice. Four and four. We're in the fifth round. Damn. One of us needs to be bad at this for a little bit. Go. Oh, Wakanda. Iron I'm Man? the prince of Wakanda. Prince T'Challa? Yeah. Or er, Black Panther? Yes. Go. What the? Oh. Uh, Cyclops? Yeah. That's the only way I can. His dialogue, his his dialogue isn't particularly iconic. Oh, all the movies shit on Cyclops. He's such a fucking badass. No, I know, but he never. He doesn't really have like any dialogue that's like anything. He never uh, talks. I know. He's always just like confused and on the ground. Like, go. I am Iron Man. I am. I am. Uh, my my dad is Rocket Raccoon. Oh, I, Groot. Yes. Go. Hey! Sonny, well, get over here, Wilson, Wilson Fisk. Daredevil. Oh, oh, Daredevil. No, Daredevil. The law doesn't the know. Me. Yeah. I'm sorry, if you watch <laughs> this, if you watch the show, you understand the. Because <laughs> then he's running. Because the 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 actor is brilliant. I'm not shitting on him at he's all. He's a good actor. Yeah, the actor yeah, is. Yeah. I love the fucking. I love the show. But whenever there's a fight scene, he's chasing him. Because he always gets punched in the mouth. So he's got his blood. Uh-huh. He's like, <laughs> he can't it's understand. Like Rocky Balboa. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> he can't understand. Adrian. <laughs> All right. Seventh round. Final round. One of us, either we tie or one of us just loses footing this last round. All right. Here we go. And yeah. go. I control metal. I'm the father Magneto. of Quicksilver. Yeah. And it's Scarlet Witch. And three, two, one. Mjolnir. Come to me. Yeah, I'm sure I said that wrong. Uh, Okay, we tie. Yeah. That was really easy. Yeah. As it should have been for Marvel. I'm totally a nerd. So, I mean, I knew all of these before the movie. I was going to make it a Star Wars edition instead of a Marvel Mm. edition. And I thought Star Wars edition might be pretty hard because mom knows that show, that that whole thing pretty well. That would have been harder. Harder than this for sure. So maybe that's what we'll do. Okay. Next time. Right on. Marvel bing, 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 bing. We're tied. All right, so we're tied. Um, Which brings us to a break. And we are back. We're back. We're back into the junkyard. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off for this mm-hmm. week with my story at the junkyard. And this is actually not a personal story. Well, it can be because I used this as a kid. But my junkyard is Preparation H. Yes. <laughs> no. The Sony PlayStation Vita. Mm. So here's a little something about this device. I bought this device when I was about 12, 11 years old. Bought it with my own money, I'm pretty sure, or at least partially. GameStop, pre-used. 
could not have been more excited for this device when I got it. Turns out, I don't know why I was so excited about it, because there was, like, no marketing done for the product. I don't even know how I knew about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, it's not in the junkyard because it's a bad product. It's not a bad product at all. No, it was very uh, uh, groundbreaking. Very groundbreaking. Yeah. It's actually very advanced. Very advanced. Still, like, I, if I... If they, I could buy one. T- if I, if I were still into that kind of thing, I could buy one today, and it would still be actually pretty current because of its the 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 quality of the graphics that it has for a handheld device. Yeah, is really good for how far uh, ago, and, and like how it's got this this back panel. For those of you that don't know, the P- PlayStation Vita is like an upgraded version of the PSP, basically, right? The PlayStation. So portable. it's got the PlayStation Portable, which is what the PS Vita is, but it's got this. Touch sensor on the back, like the whole back pad is like a touch screen that you can use for games. The whole front panel is touch screen, right? Very similar to the uh, current DualShock controller with on the PS4. Uh, you can move your finger, thumbs yeah, on yeah. It. That sort of black tab in the middle of it, you mm-hmm. can sort of access touch exactly de- gestures through exactly. Yeah. And it, it was it's ama- it was amazing. And the cool thing is, you could take out the SD card and you can replace it with. Larger, larger quantities, mm-hmm. which is like super cool for a, a, a portable gaming design right. device. So, anyways, why this is in the junkyard is because, as I understand it, and as you've told me, and as I've I've read before, it zero like like not zero, but like a fraction of the marketing that was supposed to be done for that was done for it. Correct, mm. and I think like it. Obviously, PlayStation didn't go bankrupt, but they lost a lot of money on the PlayStation Vita, partly because they didn't advertise it well enough, and the cost of making it was not what they were selling it for. Mm. They were, you know, trying to be good. You know, trying to. I bought it for like four hundred dollars or something like that. What? That's crazy for a handheld. The Switch was two fifty. Two fifty. Four hundred dollars for a used Vita. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I I don't think Mom would have let me pay for it. Sounds super wrong. Um, Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure the cost of making it was like something very expensive because it's, it's all well, aluminum. It's al- aluminum and metal, anyways. So the switch, if I'm not wrong, is like plastic. A lot of it, right? Lots of things now are plastic mm-hmm. too. It's metal inside. Metal inside, yes. But like the my play my PS Vita. It's uh, metal, which I know already increases the cost of it. Has the touchscreen, but how much is it? Currently, you can get one from seventy to one hundred and fourteen dollars. So I must have not paid. Let's go original price, uh, two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, so there's no fucking way I paid. So I I I, I paid like <laughs> one eighty probably yeah. for a used one. Why did I think four? Maybe because I was so much younger, so I was like. Oh, one eighty! That's like a thousand dollars. All my money. <laughs> my, all my my teeth. Uh, um, all my teeth. So, anyways, though the cost of making it had to have been more than that, no doubt. But that's the case for a lot of things, though. If you want to, it ends up when you have you you sell you sell games for it, which don't cost like uh, they they cost to make, but not to not to copy and and like mm-hmm. like sell. Mm-hmm. So you 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 make money on those because people have to buy games, make money on software, all that kind of stuff. So it ends up you still have to manufacture the hardware and sell. No, no, no. I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying like. The cost of like making the actual disc of a game, right. as to how much you're selling it for sixty dollars or mm-hmm. seventy dollars, because you're paying for the content inside right. too, right? Right. But the the cost of dispensing it isn't like oh, that mm-hmm. little chip costs mm-hmm. like them like a dollar for them to make, and right. uh, you know, so 
then that you end up breaking even or not breaking even. You you end up making profit off of it if you market it properly. If enough gets sold, but really it was just like the flop of the century in terms of like people thinking, oh, it's really gonna go somewhere and like nobody buying it. Mm. Which is really a bummer because I thought it was a really awesome device until none of my friends. Yeah, knew I, what thought it was, was. I thought it was a genius. Yeah, Super I cool remember it. when you got it. I was so into playing it, uh-huh. and one one of the turnoffs was that the game selection was so small. small. The only game that you had that I liked, uh, there was Uncharted, mm-hmm. I think, and there was also the PlayStation All-Stars. I, lo- I, I, for- I lost that game. Which I can't was find it. so much like Smash. I hate Smash. Mm-hmm. I don't like the format of Super Smash Bros. I prefer something like Mortal Kombat, something like Injustice. Yeah. I've never liked Smash since GameCube. So for me, it was a bit of a turnoff, but I, I played it for a little while. Yeah. But that was the only, and you know, like a generic racing game. Or there was also a game. There was a racing game where you could use the back, the the, the texture part of the Vita, yeah. and you could you could use that to sort of draw um, the track, and you could create a, t- a terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they also had that with like a roller coaster, like roller coaster tycoon. And they had like some kind of some ecosystem games like that too. But mm-hmm. th- yeah, the thing is, th- there was not enough games. I do. You ha- did you? Th- is the battle start? If you if it was with you, it's totally gone now because you've moved like four times since I had it. Not four times. But you moved since I had it. Twice. So it's definitely fucking lost by now. But I I can't find it. Can't find that game anywhere. That was oh, the only I, game that I, I liked. Oh, I definitely give it back to you. That's weird. The case yeah. is empty. But you, you might have liked. I have a. The, I have the Sly Cooper Gold Collection three uh-huh, games and, uh-huh. uh, and the uh, Jack and Daxter Gold Collection three games. And and the thing about that is that those are classic games, but re-releasing them on a new platform without taking the time to develop new strategies to take advantage of new tech, mm-hmm. because Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank are my two most oh, favorite and Clank. OG games. I have beaten Ratchet and Clank so many times. Each game, so like more than five times. I've never each beat game. Ratchet and Clank. Oh my god, it's so, it's so fun. It's, it's so, so great. It's such a beautiful. But game. But it wasn't really adapted to capitalize on the new tech. It was sort of they just put it for a PSP. And there might have been one or two features, but it wasn't integrated. With the new sort of format that the Vita brought. I didn't have Ratchet and Clank. I had Sly Cooper and Jack and Daxter. Right, but but even those, I'm just saying, yeah. it didn't take advantage. I yeah. remember playing... Can you play uh, Ratchet and Clank on PS4? Sly Cooper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, it's the most amazing game ever. I think they came out with a new one for PS4, but I think it, m- it might be old. But I mean, just legit. Ratchet oh, and Clank best stays, game. stays legit. I remember playing that. I, I was so hooked on that game when I was younger. Because playing yours... But then I'd always have to, like your thing with the Saturday morning cartoons, I'd do about four hours of playing them all and be like, all right, go and clean it. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. And people would say, you're hooked. You're hooked. I'm like, yeah. I'm not I'm not hooked. Just give me the controller. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is fair. I think four hours straight. No, yeah. But I, I, I definitely, no, I was like, I was like, a, I was a boy. Like I was a, I was not a teenager. Yeah, yeah. You got to get your ass out of there. If I, if I did it now, I mean, you know, I, obviously I get my work done, then I play till late at night. I wish I had that game right now because right. I would, oh my God. Oh my God. Is so amazing. Anyways, mm-hmm. so that is my junkyard for the week. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. so what's your junkyard? So my junkyard, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not a personal project. We saw it on <laughs> Christmas. It's not a total junkyard, but I wanted to chop it up and mm. talk to you 
about Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. I had fun in the movie. Uh, like and subscribe. Comment. What was your favorite part and what was your least favorite part about Rise of the Skywalker? Um, I definitely – spoilers, but it's been a couple weeks, so I'll put a warning. You have a couple seconds. Okay. So the biggest – so I'll talk about – I'll go back and forth between what I liked and what I didn't like. So I think it was well done considering that J.J. Abrams sort of – not sort of, but he bookends this trilogy, right, with The Force Awakens and Rise of the Skywalker. I think the biggest challenge for this uh, changing of directors, it really works in something like The Witcher or even uh, in something like The Dragon Prince or like an ongoing series where you're going to have more than three, right, more than five you're really going to be able to build a rhythm mm -hmm. with character development. You're going to be able to build a rhythm with story and how sort of characters clash and how things change and, and how the audience can sort of uh, develop emotionally with the characters. Yeah. But the challenge with doing three two-hour movies and, you know, I read interviews where J.J. Abrams was totally on board with Ryan Johnson's direction with uh, Kylo Ren and, you know, that totally makes sense, but in terms of you know Luke dying in in the second one, and uh, Ray being the child of no one, I was like I didn't like those choices, but they were incredibly strong. And because the movie was so committed to them, as an audience member, I felt like I had a responsibility to then also commit. The challenge with Rise of the Skywalker was that it just walked those things back. It didn't work for me that Rey was all of a sudden the granddaughter of Palpatine. <laughs> it didn't work because we had built up Snoke in the first in um, Rise of the Four, uh, the, Fo the Force Awakens, and then um, what was the second one called? The uh, Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. It didn't work. I mean. Okay. In terms of pacing, to build up a villain like Snoke for the entire one and a half movies of all of uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and then have Snoke be killed off so easily without this looming threat of Palpatine, even hinted at earlier really put me in a position that took me out of um, my suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. Because if that threat was sort of looming, if we, if, if at the end of Last Jedi, we found out that Snoke was a pawn, <gasps> oh my god, okay, I'm in, I'm oh, it in. It makes sense, it would lead right. into the next But thing. it was just so convenient. All of a sudden, you know, Kylo Ren shows up and Palpatine has like an army of Sith, and he's got thousands of Star Destroyers ready. And he's got, like, Snoke clones growing. And I was like, you know, it just was really forced. And for me, that comes with the inconsistency of the vision. And, and I'm not knocking Ryan Johnson's vision. 
But for me, it should have just been one guy. It should have been one from start to finish, um, because then Rise of the Skywalker was wrapped up with a little bow. So nice, too nice. I liked it, but the build up. It wasn't the ending that the build up led me to believe I deserved. And even though I was very happy with um, Kylo Ren letting go. Or uh, Ben Solo letting go of the persona of Kylo Ren. I really enjoyed that. The build-up to that wasn't enough. To me, it, he was fighting it. He Yes, he was being tormented by the fact that he had killed his own father and then his mother had died. You know, like in The, in the Last Jedi, he couldn't, he couldn't kill her. So someone else had to blow her up. And the rise and fall of these characters, or the, the falling and the rising of these characters, it just wasn't consistent enough. And not that it needed to be like checkpoint, 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 but in, ser- in terms of what's available for the actors to make choices around, like here's the full story. And now not only do you get to work with the director, but as an artist who takes responsibility for the character themselves mm-hmm. without direction, uh, I feel like it it matters, and and it was very difficult for me to just accept all of this. Bing, Bing, Bing! You're a Palpatine, um, you know. All of a sudden, you're back to a solo. Um, you know, you're the granddaughter, and and now you're a Skywalker. You're saying you're a yeah, Skywalker now. You're a Skywalker. Now. You know, I but so that was hard. What I did enjoy was Ray accidentally blowing up a transport with lightning powers. That was cool. That made sense, and I liked that a lot. That was a great um, marker for me because a lot of us were like, yo, Rey is OP as hell. Yeah, what the – she's like super like, like – Like Luke was trained in all the books, which is why I'm sort of mad at Disney because I, I've, I have spent hours. I have a Star Wars encyclopedia of all the movies, of a, all of the original content from George Lucas, but then of the movies – but then I also have several books in terms of the Jedi Order, in terms of the Sith, the history of the Force, what happens to Luke in between. I've read several books about this, uh, like novels, stories about Luke's own like uh, uh, adventures as a Jedi after Return of the Jedi, uh, the, the sixth movie. Uh-huh. But then once Disney picked up the franchise, they said only the movies are canon. And that really sucked because Luke is crazy powerful. Only the movies are what? Canon, which means sort of um, uh, respected as true story. Oh, wow. So all those side stories no longer count. Like like Clone Wars still counts and Rebels still counts because Disney owns that. Um, but Luke was trained by Yoda, you know, you know on Dagobah and, and just all those amazing, these amazing things that Luke has done. We didn't get to see. We had to skip to see him be very old and do sort of one OP move at the end of Last Jedi and then sort of like melt into the forest. And Ray be super OP. Okay. Out of nowhere. It kind of makes sense. We find out she's a Palpatine, but the story wasn't going there the whole time, at least to me as a viewer. I didn't understand that. I mean, yeah, we just came into it like she's like f- floating with all these rocks around you her. Know, like yeah. Already like such a – like a – and Leia's Control. training her, and Leia's lightsaber, and I was like, all that shit's in the book, dog, but now all that shit doesn't matter. So now how are you going to say, you know what I mean? So those types of jumps didn't work for me. 
and I would have yeah. liked them to work. Uh, so it was a bit of a jumbly mess, um, but there were some points. Yeah, I like that. I really liked how we got to see uh, Ben and Ray team up against Palpatine. That was cool. I that really, li- I really like uh, Adam Driver. In, in oh, the, in he's such a solid. Terrific actor. Yeah. Oh God, he's one of my idols. I want to meet him. Me too. I want to meet him, him really badly. He's so fantastic. I love that meme that you sent me. What did it say? Let's see. It. Oh, it's like uh, Adam Driver has been hospitalized uh, for a spinal injury for carrying a trilogy on his back for the last five, ten years. <laughs> that shit was gold, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my junkyard. It's not. It's not really in the junkyard. Um, it wasn't a shitty movie. Is no, what it, it like wasn't. A it shitty wasn't trilogy. Shitty, wasn't a shitty movie. But it did not. Uh, really have the flow and sort of connection that I was hoping for that as, a cl- as a closer of a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I understand that. My friend Eli, he said, uh, he said he wasn't a fan of Ray because he said, "You remember when Jedi's used to focus before they fight? He's like every fight that Ray is like running into in that last movie, ah, just running straight. Mm. He's like, remember when you, you, they they would have to like breathe Calm and like their meditate? Mind. Before Do you remember Qui Gon Jinn? Holy shit! You know." And and maybe that's not so much. Ob- I mean, how uh, that's not Daisy Ridley's fault, you know? Mm-hmm. More, that's the direction that they gave her. You right. Know? It's right. Not, I, you know, I think she's an amazing actress. She's great, but yeah. it, it, you know, it couldn't have been in her choice to. Uh, I mean, she's working with what she has with, exactly. So that's and that's a directorial thing. That's right. something that you're directed to do, especially into a fight scene. Right. So yeah, I'm like yeah, that it's kind of is a bummer. But too. even if that was the intention, like, can we play to that? Can that be part of her training? Um, and then it was just so interesting how like Poe and um, Finn were like, "You're the best fighter we have. You shouldn't be training." And I was like, I was "How like, come none of you even comprehend what's happening with the last Jedi?" You know what I mean? So yeah. things like that. I was just really irritated with character weird. choices in the writing, not with the actors. Yeah, of, it was of definitely course. in the writing. Because the other I think movies, all those actors are fantastic. The first movie was great. Force Awakens was... Uh, I thought it was interesting. Was I was with it. Great I was, starter. I was with it for sure. Great starter. And if we they've just kept going with that trajectory, yeah. I think we would have ended up with a trilogy that everybody would have been But totally I think, I think definitely Kylo Ren um, was, a, was a wonderful part of this trilogy. I'm very oh, for grateful sure. to see that character's arc. Yeah. yeah. He was my, I think he was my... Kylo Ren was the most interesting for me to watch. Every time I got to see mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, something with Kylo Ren in it, and I was always like, I'm really interested in this right now. Just because of that whole, this whole storyline of it. I feel like, yeah. and maybe they put too much only into that. I feel like a lot of times, I feel like, because even through the trilogy, yeah. now that I think it about it. It sort of felt like he was the main character. Yeah, because yeah. I kind of think about it, and now it's like, even though the jostling of the directors is weird, his character still holds up. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. I wish we had a little bit in Last Jedi because, you know, he's tormented about killing his father. We can see that he's tormented, but in terms of where the tormentation – where the tormenting leads him, it's so obvious the effect that he has on Rey. But it's not always very clear the effect that that Rey has on him. No, yeah. And then at the end for him to throw his lightsaber away, again, it just – it wasn't a huge leap. But they did miss for me like two steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so your mm, semi junkyard semi is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. No, Rise of the not, Skywalker. Not, sorry, not, not sorry, sorry. I get the names mixed up. Rise of Skywalker, uh-huh. and mine is the PS Vita. Maybe they should make a Rise of Skywalker PS Vita game. 
Yeah, that's. Would that be fun? Yeah, keep giving me more shitty ideas. I'm sure you're just, you're, would be fun? your rise to the top is eminent. All right, well, uh, Zach is going to punch me now. So um, we're going to close out for this week, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Amani. I'm Zach. And uh, we'll see you guys. Take it easy.